Yo, yo, yo. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Isaac. And this is your boy, Bryce. And we are Brothers on Tennis. And folks, we have wrapped up the second Grand Slam Tournament of the Year. Roland Garros 2023 is in the books. And Bryce, boy, oh boy, was a lot of uh, history made at this tournament. Right, yeah. I mean, you're absolutely right. It This ended up being a really good French Open. We thought it might be a good French Open, but not in the way that it ended up being a good French Open. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. I mean, even the even the things that popped off in the second week, we, you know, it just a lot of, a lot of surprises. Um, but overall, you know, it, it, you know, the goat is the goat. So you gotta, gotta, gotta give a thumbs up and a kudos and, um, and, and yeah, we'll, we'll see how many, how many additional will be added to the tally. But of course we will talk about all of that stuff, uh, as we, as we get into our, overall recap of Roland Garros. But Bryce, you know what we got to do. We got to pay those bills first, man. Come on. <laughs> right. Can you pay my automobile? Can you pay the cell phone bill? That's right. That's right. So folks, folks, once again, this episode of Brothers on Tennis is being brought to you by the law offices of Paul S. Haberman. Are you a sports enthusiast in need of legal representation? Look no further than the law offices of Paul S. Haberman. Paul S. Haberman is not just an experienced attorney, but also a longtime lecturer on sports law related matters. He's currently presenting Everyday Sports Law, a continuing legal education lecture for attorneys in sports and entertainment law, was named to the Super Lawyers New York Metro Area Rising Stars list for three consecutive years and has been a valuable resource for sports professionals for over 15 years. In fact, Paul S. Haberman once managed a world-level welterweight boxer and a former Olympian. He has represented five current or former world champions in boxing and MMA and has had at least 50 to 60 other clients involved in sport. From contract law to healthcare law and intellectual property law, Paul S. Haberman covers it all. Don't let legal issues hold you back from achieving your dreams. Call the law offices of Paul S. Haberman today at 201-564-0590 to schedule a consultation. That's 201-564-0590. And for those in the back, it's 201-564-0590. Let Paul S. Haberman fight for you both in and out of the ring. Absolutely. So, Bryce, we've wrapped up Roland Garros. Lots of crazy things happened. Where would you like to start, my friend? Let's start with the sisters. Come on now. <laughs> Now, I know a whole lot of y'all on the weekend were focused in on the men's singles and the women's singles, but we had a little sister act going on uh, over there in Paris, and we wanted to recognize just the accomplishment of two outstanding uh, girl juniors um, that were playing in the finals of the girls' doubles, and that they are Tyra Grant and Clairvy. Ingenoy. And they faced, they were the number, I believe, Isaac, they were the number six seed 
uh, correct. And, and girls doubles. Yes. They faced the number one seed in the finals and served them up. <laughs> yeah. Six three, six two gave the, the poor Japanese girl, and I don't know what country the other one's from, um, <laughs> gave them bread in that second set. Yes, I mean, did. I don't know how many minutes the, the final was, but shout out to the Americans for yes. bringing home uh, the title. Absolutely, Bryce. I mean, how incredible is that to see two sisters on the court playing? And mind you, they are sisters, not sisters. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want anybody to get confused, but still, no. they're Americans. And the fact that, again, they got, you know, made their way to the girls' fi- doubles final and to be able to upset the number one seed in that fashion, that speaks highly of them stepping up in the, you know, most important moments. And, 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 you know, and, and grabbing your blessing. You know what I'm saying? What did Mary Mary say? Go get it. <laughs> Go, Go get, get it. Your right. Go get it. <laughs> and, and remember, Inganoy won that kind of junior tournament at Indian Wells this year. That's right. Uh, where she won both the singles and the doubles. That's exactly so, right, Bryce. Uh, we, we, we've got some people on the come up. Yes. And very excited about it. I mean, you know, we, of course, don't want to put too much pressure on them. But um, again, if they can can show out the way that they're showing out in the uh, girls draw, then, yeah, I, I definitely am excited about their their potential. That is for sure. Yeah. So anyway, keeping it moving, uh, let's take it to the mixed doubles. Yes, yes, yes. And, 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 and Isaac, I don't know about you. But the surprise for me was, what was Bianca Andreescu doing up in the mixed doubles final? Man, listen. Now, you talk about somebody who was confused. I was, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, baby, baby, wait a minute. What, where you, what? That's the wrong court. You're not supposed to be in mixed doubles. You're supposed to be in women's singles. I ain't never seen you on a doubles court. Right. So, dude, the fact that not only did she play but made it to the finals – that was impressive. Very, 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 very cool. Very impressive because they beat some very good teams. Yes, they did. Um, and but they did lose to Cato and Kurtz. Pweets. Pweets. Yeah. Um, yeah. I lost to them. Now they were were they seated or no? They were unseated as well, right? Correct. Correct. I don't believe they had a seating. So yeah, they. You know, it, it, these days I don't think seating even matters in doubles. <laughs> it really doesn't. It really doesn't. Because <laughs> I mean, folks that we expect to win, just you know, they they get smacked up and and so at these days I'm I'm just going with the flow as it relates to doubles. I, I assume that there will be some level of 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 normality later on in the year, if not 2024. But yeah, at this point, it it just seemed like folks are flying out the woodworks, as we will talk about when we talk about the men's uh, men's doubles draw. Right. I mean, and Andreski was playing with a very good partner, uh, yes. uh, Venus. I mean, yes. he's, he is a, uh, a proven uh, commodity in, in doubles. So absolutely. Look, shout out to Andreski. You know, maybe she'll be able to add to her coins, you know, by playing more doubles. And maybe I, I don't think she, I'm not sure if she was in the women's doubles draw or not, but I don't think that she was but i do feel like it's a good look for her to be able to play doubles as well as you know because i feel like that's going to help her singles along as well and and for me i've never really thought that that clay was a good surface for for bianca 
So mm-hmm. the fact that, you know, again, she she was kind of leaning in and doing all that she could to get them reps. I feel like that's going to set her up very nicely as we get back to the hardcore season, of course, after grass. I, I don't I don't really know what her game looks like on grass, if I'm being honest with you. I can't really recall what her record is and or how she she does. But again, I think the reps are going to help her definitely when they when uh, the hardcore season rolls back around. Oh, I agree with you for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of ladies doubles. All right. Um, we had a excellent yes final uh but be, because Shane Sway mm-hmm. where did she I mean I thought she had boarded the boat <laughs> right with Come Crystal Water and Terrence <laughs> D'Arby and Cece Peniston and Eric Benet I thought she was out there getting her party on right I mean because seriously when's the last time I mean have I just been missing her no, no, no. She's been out. Um, I think she took a little sabbatical. She just kind of was like, you know, I'm going I'm to take some time. I don't know if it was injury based or what. But, yeah, she decided to take a little bit of time. And she hadn't actually played since I think they said like March or February of 2021 or, wow. or might might it may have been 2022. But I know that it's been roughly a year. So I guess it would be 2022. But still. Um, yeah, she just took some time away and, and, and I think it might've been an injury related, but regardless, um, yeah, she, she, she decided to come back and really had only been, you know, on the comeback trail for the last couple weeks, Bryce. So, I mean, to make it to all the way through to a Grand Slam women's doubles final and yep. win and win. Dude, Chase Way is is she has always been someone that I have absolutely enjoyed watching. Right. And and I just love her little her little quirky smile. And she always just looks like she's very joyful. Right. And and, and yeah, I, I love her game. Her game is very it's simple yet it's it's it you it's simple yet it's it is one that can cause a lot of problems because of the fact that she's not trying to overpower you right she just she just she just plays the ball she's just like if i want the ball to hit this spot i will do that and she right. got that level of of, of 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 aptitude i mean she is an incredible tennis player bryce she is and she picked a pretty good partner <laughs> right <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> Because where now, yeah, because where she had the touch in the field, mm-hmm. um, Wang had the power. She was yep. the one bringing the ground strokes, like you know. And it was a great comment. Dude, that final was awesome. It really was. And so we were excited at the semifinal stage, yes, where we had Layla Fernandez and Taylor Townsend playing Coco Golf and Jessica Pagula. Mm-hmm. And so I think we were of the mindset that. Coco and Pagula were going to win. They had just beaten them like a number of weeks ago. Correct. And they took the bagel (laughs) in the first set and lost 6-4 in the second. I mean, Fernandez and Townsend looked like they were really on something. And they continued that bakery theme into Mm -hmm. the finals, you know, by giving um, the other team uh, a break stick. But tell us what happened after that. Well, and, and Bryce, I know, you know, I don't I don't want to get 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 slammed by by, you know, by the, the Tay-Tay fans, but right. I'm just going to call it the way that I at least saw it. Mm-hmm. They were dominating and they dominated that first set mm-hmm. coming out in the second set. I believe there was a break of serve. And the reason, in my opinion, 
was due to Tay-Tay. I think that the nerves kind of crept in in that early because they're like, we dominated them the first set. You know, we, we're going to look, you know, we're looking real good. And and yeah, this is going to be my first Grand Slam, Layla's first Grand Slam. And there were it wasn't it wasn't the hold, Bryce. It was actually return of serves because it just she couldn't get the ball in court. And I feel like that game, as well as the next game, which is, I believe, the one that they they ended up uh, getting broken. That kind of set the tone for the second set because they allowed themselves to relinquish the momentum that mm-hmm. they built from that first set. And I, and so for me, I saw those nerves and I was like, ah, but they fought and they fought back. They got the break back. They got into the tiebreaker. But again, I felt like you could just feel the nerves. And I was like, ladies, if y'all going to win this, y'all need to wrap it up in the second set. And unfortunately, right. they just couldn't couldn't get it done because at that point, again, Shea Sway had found her rhythm. And and as did Wang, because Wang, to me, did not. She looked awful that first set. Shea mm-hmm. Sway did what she need, what she typically does. But but yeah, Bryce, I just I just felt like they needed to wrap that up in two sets. And when that went to the third, I was just like, this is not going to be good. And sure enough, it wasn't because <laughs> they was like, hey, bakery. <laughs> You give me some, I give you some. Right. And I think we all saw, and, you know, it appeared that Layla was feeling like she was the cause of why they were losing or why they lost. And and Taylor was trying to reassure her, you know, no. And, you know, for them to look at how well they had done. And, Absolutely. And, um, and so that was very good to see. But... Yeah, Chase Way is not someone you want to see on a doubles court. You're, Mm-mm. I mean, Mm-mm. her her touch and her feel is just ridiculous. And, and and again, she was the only one on that court that had a grand slam. So right. you know, she was looking at them like y'all y'all trying to catch up. I didn't done this, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> you know, and um and 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 mind you, I can understand why Layla felt the way that she did because yeah, unfortunately, again, when that momentum shifted, she did not play well that third set. But to me, I felt like the key was in that second set, and there mm-hmm. were just a couple of there was a one game in particular, and if you go back and you look at it, you will be able to you will say. Taylor got nervous. And that to me was the point of where the momentum shifted. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, hopefully they're both able to look back at it and and look, making it to the finals of Roland Harris oh, was, was, was huge. huge. A great accomplishment. They should feel very proud about themselves. But uh Chase Away and Wang, wow, congratulations to you two. And welcome back. Yes, welcome back. Glad to have you back because I love watching Chase Way. <laughs> Yeah, that yes, was I do. that was awesome. Yeah. So Isaac, you alluded to it a little earlier. Um, talk to us about these men's doubles. <laughs> Man, okay. First and foremost, and, and can can we just uh, okay early and early on? Let's just go on ahead and do right. Let's right. give a shout out to 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 um um um. And I was about to call him. <laughs> I was about to call him a uh, different Crycheck, Austin Crycheck. Oh. Number one, Bryce. Yes. He is the number one doubles player in the world. Yes. Where did that come from? <laughs> a lot. You know, a lot of wins, man. He's yeah. always. You see him always in the semis and in the yep. finals now, and he just gets out there and gets it done. And gets it done. I I was so surprised because when they made that announcement, I was like, no. Right. I was like Austin about to be number one. 
And, yeah. and, not, and, and y'all, I'm not throwing shade because, you know, we love Austin Krychek. I mean, we actually have the opportunity to meet him at, uh, during uh, World Team Tennis and nice young young man. And so I, I was happy for him. I just had not recognized that he had been doing that well to be able to be number one in the world. Um, and, and, yeah. and, and once again, this is not shade towards Austin at all. No, but no. in addition to him playing well, we've seen a lot of drop offs. Right. Exactly. The names that we're used to seeing at the top of the right. rankings. Right. So it's almost kind of like there had been like a, a changing of the guard there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So so and Bryce, it's kind of like what we were talking about as far as the just not even expecting rankings in the men's doubles draw. I mean, listen, they played yet another unseated team in mm-hmm. a Grand Slam final in Vliegen and in Chile. And, uh, you know, and I'm looking at them like, OK, I've at least seen you guys before, but it ain't like y'all done done some anything special. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Like, what are you doing in the Roland Garros final. And it just was odd to me. And apparently, you know, uh, Dodig and Krychek was like, yeah, y'all don't belong either. So <laughs> <laughs> they spanked them up real quick and was like, give us our title, please. Yes. Man, yes. 6-3-6-1. Mm. Yeah, uh, it was a very one-sided final uh, yes. at that. So congratulations to them and, and specifically to Austin, um, number one in the world. Look, no one can ever take that away from him now. That's exactly right. That is yours, my friend. Good good on you. Good on right. you. All right, now, so let's get to the to the big two here. And yeah, yeah. Um, we'll we'll start with the women's. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll start back with um, the quarterfinals where we left off, right? Yes, yes, yes. So I don't think there was any surprise with Iga and Coco. I no. mean that that pattern is well defined. Mm-hmm. But here's what I will say, Bryce. Coco played a really, really good match. I like the fact that she was out there thinking and mm-hmm. trying to be a disruptor. And, and she tried a different game plan. And I can't be mad at that. Unfortunately, Iga is Iga. And, yeah. and, and you just can't, you cannot have any weaknesses uh, on this surface against her. She, she is cannot. going to make you pay. And, yes. you know, Coco was hitting those nice little loopy, you know, uh, balls to her backhand. And that seemed to be a good strategy and was working. But unfortunately, again, you've still got to be able to, to, to hit your forehand and be able to put things away. And that's where, unfortunately, it, 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 uh, it hurt Coco. It, it really did. And, yeah. but, but, you know, once again, we weren't surprised. We knew that no. that was going to probably happen. Absolutely. I think the surprise happened below that. A couple of, the yes. Anz Jabur against Haddad Maya. And, and, yes. and, and the surprise is not that Haddad Maya cannot play. No. I mean, we, we are well aware of her. And we think that, you know, she has an extreme amount of promise. I mean, yes. she's now in the top 10. That's right. Absolutely. But you thought Jabur, this was a winnable match for her. Yeah, yeah, it definitely was. I think that I don't know what ended up happening. I don't know if maybe just it was a fitness thing or if her, you know, the issue, the injury kind of showed itself maybe a little bit. But but yeah, Haddad Maya jumped up on her in that in that final set. I mean, when you give somebody a breadstick, yeah. That's yeah, that's nice. yeah, right, right. So, was a little surprised there. Yes, uh, I I think we expected uh, Muhova to to come in over Pavlyuchenkova, right? Yes, correct. 
Uh, once again, Pablo Chanka was another one I thought was kind of on that boat, too. Yeah, absolutely. I and hadn't she, seen her name in a while. <laughs> yes, sir. So good, good tournament for her, for sure. Right. And I know we called this when we talked the last time. Yeah. Shout out to Svitolina for a quarterfinal finish. I don't think anybody mm-hmm. saw that coming. Mm-hmm. But I think we all saw the loss coming to Sabalenka. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. A good match. You know, overall, it was a good match. But, yeah, Big Sab did what she was expected to do. And, uh, yeah, she made it to the semis. All right. So, Isaac, talk us through the semis here. So, first up, we had Iga versus Haddad Maya. Yes, yes. And, and Bryce, weirdly enough, that was a, in my opinion, it was a good match because mm-hmm. I truly, I truly thought that Hadad Maya was going to get blown off the court. I thought it was going <laughs> right. to literally be one and one, one, one and right. two. And it was shaping up that way in the first set when she got that hoe biscuit. But at the same time, the second set, she was like, wait, 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 wait a minute. I got, I got a little something extra for you. And right. she started hitting out on the ball, hitting bigger, you know, really using her angles, using that lefty swing. And I tell you, Bryce, I was impressed with how she how she fought in that second set. She I, did. That, she did fight. She fought, bro. And I, I tell you what, not that it would have changed the difference, but I feel like that could have been a very competitive third set had they been had they gone 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 three. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I but you know what? Even saying about how well for that Maya played. Yeah. Shout out to Sriatek for stepping up when it counted. Come on, man. Exactly. She, she would. She, I mean, that's why she's number one. That's why this is her surface. She's, she's not gonna go away. No. Um, you know, you could, you could tell she was getting a little tense, but she at was. the same time, she, she fought through it, and she was like, no, no, no. This is my house, and I'm gonna represent it as such. Right. Yeah. So, and and we we agree that was a very, very good match. Yes. But. Mm, come on. It ain't had <laughs> nothing. On, but talk to yes, us about Mohova and Big Sam. Bryce, I, I will walk over both Sriatek and Hadad Maya. I will step <laughs> on them. <laughs> I would just straight up walk on top of them to get to this Mohova Sabalenka match. <laughs> you better know that was a good match, Bryce. Woo, oh. You better know it. I was sitting here like, oh my goodness, I cannot believe this match is this good. And I mean, it just, it, Bryce, it had everything. And those ladies were out. They was, you know, like we said, Mary, Mary, go get your blessing. Right. was like, listen, I'm trying to get this. And I'm not trying to let you be in my way. And Sabalink was like, no, nah, sis, I'm the, I've been the hottest player out here. This is mine. And they right. were, they were tussling, Bryce. I, I was so, so impressed with that matchup. I cannot wait to see them play against one another on different surfaces like grass, like hard court. It, mm-hmm. That to me is an awesome, awesome matchup. And I'm going to say one thing real quick because I want to hear your thoughts on this as well. But I'll tell you what, I know we've, we've been talking about this big three in women's tennis, uh, Rabakina, Iga, and Sabalenka. <laughs> you, yeah. better put, you, better, you, better, you, better, you better watch out for Mohova trying to get up in, and make a big four because right. if she can play the way that she played this tournament yes. consistently, you can't her 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 game is already built for all surfaces. So right. you cannot tell me that she should not be a top five player if she stays healthy. And that's been her issue is is keeping herself healthy to be able to compete. But man, Bryce, 
that young lady, she, boy, she impressed me. She, I was sitting there like, Muhova, my girl right here. That's well, but, sh- but shout out to you. I mean, you called her from the first round. I mean, you may not have called her to go all the way to the finals, right. but you expected her to have a good run here. I absolutely did. But I, like I said, I, I would not I did not call her upsetting Sabalenka. And I don't think really many people did. And honestly, this was one of those unfortunate circumstances where Sabalenka, she she kind of choked a little bit. I mean, ain't no kind of about it. Yeah, ain't no kind of because she was up. Y'all, y'all, if y'all didn't see the match, she was up five two in that fifth set. She had a match point. She had a match point and Muhova was just scraping and scratching and was like I'm I'm not done I'm not done I'm not done and she fought her way back and and like I said when she when she got into five all I was like oh it's over it's over because at that point she had all the momentum she had the yep. confidence she had everything working in her favor and at that point Sabalenka just I think at, you know when you get to that point where someone claws their way back from that type of a deficit it it just zaps you. It zaps you, and I just feel like for her, unfortunately, she couldn't rebound. No, and 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 there you have it. Seven five in the third. One of the best matches, in my opinion, of the of year. Of the year. Yeah. Uh, and thank you. Yeah. And, and I tell you what, a match that wasn't too far behind it was the finals. Come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> I mean, you know, but I think it's everything that we've already said about the previous matches. Yes. The fight in both of these ladies, mm-hmm. uh, Mahova's skill set and ability to not give up, but yes. also Shiantek's ability to get it done in the end. Exactly. Exactly. And that is the piece of it that some, you know, Sabalenka, like I said, she's got her grand slam. She's doing better and better. And hopefully this is not going to be a deterrent for her. And like I said, hopefully she will continue to see this as a stepping stone. But that would be the area that she's got to shore up is is really when you're supposed to close some out, you got to close it out. You got to don't play. And Iga no. did that because I'm going to be honest with you, Bryce. When she lost that second set seven five, I was actually hedging my bets to Mahova. Because oh, of the okay. fact that Iga, Iga tends to be a little bit, she can get a little mental mm-hmm. you know, when, when, when she's not fully dominating someone, you, you know, there's a little, there's a little, you know, crack that you, you used to kind of be able to see. But in this particular instance, she, whatever that crack was, she got her some super glue or she got some <laughs> duct tape or whatever that was. She was like, no, 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 we, we don't pass this up. Cause no, right. we're not going to lose this. Right. And she fought the I, I was very impressed with how she fought back and how she she and the, and the one thing I and because I, I could talk on this for hours, Bryce. But the one thing that I, I felt going into that third set was I wished that Muhova was actually serving first because I, I felt like if you're if she's serving and it's four or five. I, I was like, yeah, Ego going to break that serve. He could go right. break that serve. And that's right. exactly what she did. Uh, right, right. But what a treat in terms oh. of the, the quality of the tennis we were able to watch. Oh. And, you know, both of the semifinal matches and the finals. So good. I, I'm so I'm so excited. And I haven't really, in truth, been able to say this about the the the, the, the WTA. I am excited to see what is going to happen going forward. Because I feel like we've got some ladies that literally 
are going to get out there and they're going to be swinging. They're going to be they're going to be pulling off earrings and they're going to be out there to scrap and and get what's theirs. And I'm just so excited about that. Exactly. And now we have to start looking at where Iga is in relation to historical players. Right. So she now has four majors. That's right. Uh, she's right there with Kim Kleisters. She's mm-hmm. right there with Osaka. That's right. Uh, now. And um, and, you know, we don't. Kim Kleisters is not getting any more. And uh, Osaka, it may be a minute before exactly. she can, can contend for one. So she's really on a nice roll. Also, and I'm, I'm look, we all know she's a big fan of Rafa's. Mm-hmm. But how old is Iga? 22? Yes, yeah, if and, that. Yeah. And, and she now has three Frenches. That's right. Exactly. So or Roland Garros, sorry y'all, don't get on. <laughs> but um, and granted, I'm not trying to say you know she's gonna get 14 or whatever like Rafa because that's just insane. But you know, if if she was gonna do something big at Roland Garros and, and run it up, she's on a good start. She is definitely on a good start. That is for sure, Bryce. Yeah, yeah, I I, I agree with you. I think that she will have her main success there, which we've seen thus far. Um, and, and, you know, uh, hopefully she'll be able to supplement it here and there with maybe a U.S. Open and Australian Open, you know. Um, but, yeah, I definitely feel like Roland Garros will be her, 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 her comfortable spot. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. congratulations to both Shayantek and wonderful tournament from Hobo. Welcome back. Welcome back. Good to have you back, young lady. All right. So let's go ahead and wrap this one up with the men's singles. Yes, and, yes, yes, and, yes. And we'll do the same thing. Uh, start with the quarterfinals. Uh, Alcarez straight sets running through CC Pops like it was routine. Yeah, and and and, and Bryce, I'm going to just say this real quick. <laughs> I, I I'm I'm I am concerned about Steph. I I am. I honestly feel like Steph may end up being the next Grigor. Super mm, talented, yep, yep. but I don't know. And mind you, it's interesting that Grigor won the year-ending championships similar to Paz. Yep. That might be his claim to fame because I don't know at this point if I see him winning a Grand Slam. I, I, I just I, Because if you're on your favorite surface and someone, excuse me, excuse me for saying this, y'all, someone pimps you out, Six two six one, on your favorite surface for the oh, first yeah. two sets. I'm sorry that that is not that does not bode well. And so kudos that he fought back and brought that third set to a seven six. But unfortunately, if someone's doing that to you on your favorite surface, he lost the previous uh, big tournament to Medvedev. It, it, it's just not looking good in my opinion for CC Pass. No, uh, and 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 I think we called it a while back. We said. CeCe Paz was one of the ones we were concerned about missing his window. Yes. And and now he's out there frolicking on social media with Bedosa. <laughs> with Bedosa? Like, we where, believe that. Where, but where anyway, that, about to say, where'd that come from? <laughs> I would not be surprised if that is a media stunt. I'm yeah, just sorry. Right. You know, I right. may be wrong, and they may get married and have a gazillion kids and all that kind of stuff, but as of right now, I'm suspect. Yeah. Yeah, I would I would agree with that. Because what happened to <laughs> Bedosa's guy that she was engaged to? Did he drop her or did she drop him? 
Ah, uh, well, that's the thing that we'll have to research and, and report on because, yeah, I thought they was lockstep to be to, you know, to head to the altar. So the fact that now, I, yeah, it's interesting. It's smelling like a rebound for me for uh, <laughs> for uh, Bedosa. <laughs> it's, it smells purely like a rebound. But anyway, we're going to keep it moving. We're going to keep it moving. Yeah. So the next quarterfinal match was Djokovic over Hatchinoff. What did you think about that one? I tell you what, Bryce, you know, again, we we absolutely expected Novak to come through there, come through there. But I tell you what, Karen showed up. He took that first set, took that second set to a tiebreaker. You know, unfortunately, I think that when he got uh, when he got blitzed in that tiebreaker 7-0, I think Mm -hmm. that 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 definitely uh, stole a lot of the thunder. Spirits were broken, uh, huh? Yeah, his spirit got broke. And so he ended up taking that whole biscuit and then tried to rebound. And at that point, Djokovic got you. Right. The next, you know, we we had the rematch. Casper Rude and and Runa. Yes. And 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 Rude was like, this is my house. I need you to speak on this because you had you caught that one correct because you were like you and I both had these two. I picked the Runa route and you picked Rude. And boy, oh boy, were you right? Because he was like, ain't nobody scared of you. I just I just felt that, you know, Rude had a comfort level there in Roland Garros that Runa doesn't yet. Right. Uh, having been to the finals last year. Knowing the person that beat you in the finals is not there, right? Um, and and Rudolph's just still on the way up. He's still learning certain things, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't know if he had some kind of physical thing in the match before where he was, you know, just. I I think Rude is just a little more consistent, a little more seasoned, um, especially as it relates to major majors and especially majors on clay. Right. Right. So I would agree with that. But I think they're going to meet a lot more in the I, future. I, I agree with you. Yeah, that one is going to continue to be a really, really fun head to head battle. Right. Yeah. And then the final one, Zverev and Echeverry. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was that was a good match. I mean, yeah. Echeverry, uh, you know, represented himself well. Once again, I don't think many of us thought he was going to beat Zverev. Right. But he he made it a really good match that he did took a set. So you can't be mad at that. Yeah. So let's start with the bottom semifinal. And yes. and that is rude over the Verov. And this mm-hmm. is where I got it wrong. <laughs> you and me got it wrong. Because sure. I thought the Verov was looking really good and that, you know, he was going to have maybe a little too much weaponry. For uh, Rude, but uh, Rude was like, Ugh! yeah, yeah. I Bryce, I tell you what, Casper definitely showed me in those latter rounds of the of Roland Garros. Yeah, he he, he was hitting that ball. He was mm-hmm. not he was not playing. His rev rate was strong. He was coming behind them shots with just mad mad thunder. And I was extremely impressed with Casper Rude. Yeah, he he was like, Sasha, ain't nobody scared of you. And and, <laughs> and, and, and just started snatching on him. And I was like, wow. I, I just was very, very impressed with how he controlled that match. And really, like you said, broke his spirit. He just really broke his spirit. And, and, and I want to make sure people don't miss this fact. Casper Rude has been in three of the last major finals. Mm-hmm. Crazy. 
I mean, <laughs> that yeah. stat, and I mean, granted, you can say he hasn't won one yet, but how many people have done that? Exactly. Exactly. Because I wouldn't have called it. I tell you that. And and I think Casper is even trying to, you know, tell Isaac, he's like, listen, sir, you put some respect on my name. Um, <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I feel like I need to because I just I don't know. I just I, I felt like Casper was very much at risk coming into this French Open. But he did the right things. He played, you know, some of the smaller tournaments to mm-hmm. get his get his form to get, get, you know, to get things locked. And, and he did. And, and he came in and he represented. And, and I'm just very, very impressed with that young man. Yeah. So he makes it into the final. Yes. But the other semifinal was the one we've all been waiting for, right? Yes. Djokovic versus Alcaraz. And uh, for two sets, yes. it was everything that we wanted it to be. And a bag of chips. <laughs> and a bag of chips. So but, good. But Isaac, when that janky leg starts to kick in, woo, come on. What happened? Man, y'all should know when you get them cramps, because I've gotten <laughs> cramps to the point where it lifts me out the bed. I will <laughs> hobble. I'll be on the ground, y'all, holding my, holding my leg like, why? Jesus, why? <laughs> yeah. It hurts, y'all. And it stays. It lingers. You feel that. And when you are cramping, because mind you, Bryce, not only was he cramping in the leg, he was also cramping in his arm as well. Mm-hmm. That was the reason why he basically was like, I can't play. And so he ended up having to forfeit a game, which we'll definitely be talking about as well. Um, but I mean, Bryce, it just at that point when that happened, it was pretty much over. It's pretty much over. Right, right, right. Um, now, the question I have for you, Isaac, is. Is this just something that you can't control or is somebody in Alcarez's camp at risk now because they didn't have <laughs> they didn't have him right? I you know, I think because Carl, uh, Alcarez is the way that he is, I don't think anybody in his in his in his his team is is at risk. Other teams, yeah, someone would definitely be like in in you know in the corner crying, talking about, "Ooh, I, I got to look for some employment later." But I think the way that that young man is, I think he's gonna stick with the team that he's got. They've just got to do some better analysis with him as far as his system, how he burns calories, what different vitamins and supplements he needs to be taking, and how he needs to hydrate before the matches. Because as we saw. He's a highlight reel. He's going to run after everything, mm-hmm. he's go out. He's going to do everything. But that expends energy. And if you are in a Grand Slam final playing best of five against someone like a Novak Djokovic, you right. got to conserve every ounce of energy that you can. And that's what they're going to have to work on, because it's happened before. It happened at Indian Wells when he was playing uh, center. And right. and unfortunately, it, I think it's just a matter of them getting the balance right of, again, the supplements, the vitamins, the hydration, just they've got to work that out. And, I, and there are professionals, of course, that do all of that. So they just need to hone it in a little bit better. And and I think he'll be re- ready to go. But it was I mean, that, I, it was just unfortunate, Bryce. When I saw that, I was just like, oh. Yeah, this is, this is over. This is over because you're just not going to beat a Novak Djokovic not being 100 percent, even if you Carlos Alcaraz, you're just not going to do it. Right. Yeah, you're not. And so that moves us to the finals. Yes. Where we have Djokovic versus Rude. And you know what? 
just like I gave Rude props for making his third final in the last five, you know, majors. Yes. I just saw no way that he no. was going to beat Djokovic. No, no, no. I, he hadn't taken a set. And he had never, he'd never taken a set off of Djokovic, like you said, what was on the line. Again, you, you're, you're playing a GOAT. And, and he's someone that has proven that he, he loves when it's on the line. He loves yes. being that, you know, that, that guy that's going to get it over the finish line. Right. So, so yeah, I agree with you, Bryce. Casper came out playing some phenomenal tennis. That first set was fantastic. He got up an early break. He, 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 to me, was hitting the ball bigger and heavier than I had even ever seen him hit. Right. And it was, it was really looking like, okay, maybe this is going to be a contest. All right, all right. Unfortunately, <laughs> when he lost no. his, his break advantage, Mm-hmm. I basically, because I was watching, I was watching, uh, watching uh, the 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 final with a friend of mine. And I told him, I said, if if Casper doesn't take this first set, he is going to lose this match in straight sets. Because to me, at that point, if you're coming out playing that well and you get right. up a break, and you somehow then lose that break and then lose the first set to someone you've never taken a set off of. Right. And it's this scenario, like you were just saying, it's the Roland Garros final for a Grand Slam championship. No, sir. For 23? For 23, you're done. You're done. Yeah. And, and that's exactly what happened. Now, kudos to Casper for still fighting and hanging in there because, you know, six, three, seven, five for the second and third is not. You know, that that that's that's you're fighting. You're doing right. what you need to do. But I honestly feel that once Djokovic got that first set, he's he he put it on cruise control at that point. He was like, I got this. I got it. Right. Right. I didn't even set my alarm clock for this match. I said, <laughs> I'll catch it at whatever stage I wake up. I think when I woke up, they were I, I, I still ended up waking up fairly early, but. They were halfway through the first set, and I said, okay, let me sit here and watch this. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, but Djokovic now is the leader, historically, of men with Grand Slam champ- singles championships at That's 23. Right. And he's tied um, with Serena. The great Yes. Serena Williams. The The great. Right. So we know that this is very important to Djokovic. And this was um, I mean, this is one of the biggest accomplishments in the history of the sport. Right. Absolutely. Uh, And now let's not even stop here. You know, people starting talking about, you know, is he going to get the Grand Slam this time? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I, and I think you and I maybe have had had a side conversation where. I feel like that actually has a very, very strong possibility of happening. And here's why. Of course, we talk, you know, there's no one out there right now that can really contest or or really put up a, a, you know, a resistance, if you will, at Wimbledon. He's got the best grass game out of anybody out there. So pretty much unless something happens crazy, I'm already marking him in for for Wimbledon 2023. Mm-hmm. The the thing with the U.S. Open, yes, he w- it will be highly contested. You know, you've got Alcaraz, defending champion. You've got your Medvedev that will be there. The typical people who, you know, can give him a very, very strong contest and can beat him. Right. Here's my thing, though. He's been there. He's done it in the sense that 
He was on a on a stretch of having three going into the last, trying to get that fourth one, and he ran against Medvedev in the final. Uh-huh. I honestly do not see him having any level of collapse this time around because of the fact that again he's done it before and he's been at that stage, so he won't be nervous again. He won't he won't, in my opinion, allow the things that occurred that didn't get him over the finish line to happen again. And well, I and feel, some, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. And I was going to say something else that's not going to happen is he's not going to go into the U.S. Open with a couple of defeats from the Olympics. Right. Exactly. Uh, that, that I think really started that whole downward spiral for him. That, that's right. That's right. He, he will pick and choose his spots. I think he will go into the U.S. Open extremely healthy and extremely fit and and. Again, if he wins Wimbledon, Bryce, look for this to be a absolutely blowout U.S. Open, because, again, you're going to have him going in at the top of his level. And of course, you're going to have, in my opinion, the two who can stop him, which will be Medvedev and Alcaraz, who are going to definitely be like, no, 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 we're going to stop this train. We're not going to let this happen. (laughs) Not, Not on our watch. No. Well, and the key will be getting Medvedev and Alcaraz on opposite sides of the draw. Correct. Yeah, can't have them facing one another. It would yeah, have if they end up having to that. take each other out, then that's a dream for Djokovic. Correct. Absolutely agree, bro. Absolutely agree. Um, but but yeah, Bryce, I mean, you you know, I know that we, we, we hassle and we give our grief and everything to Novak Djokovic because of some of the, you know, not so popular things he does off the court. But what that dude is doing on the court is absolutely phenomenal. Absolutely. Yeah. So got to give him a shout out. So shout out to Djokovic for number 23. And like you said, we'll see how many he can potentially add. That's right. To that number. Yeah. Uh, So, well, Isaac, I think that kind of wraps up uh, the 2023 Roland Garros tournament. One of the that I want to say to all of our listeners and followers, we will be doing a Roland Garros gift bag giveaway again. Uh, Linnell was gracious enough to, to get us some items for the gift bag. So sometime next week, look out for a post of what those items are and how you can enter to win. That's right. That's right, folks. Always love those giveaways. Come on now going to be fun and family let us not forget if you need legal representation make sure you look to the law offices of paul s haberman once again he specializes in sports related law but covers a gamut of areas connected to it from talent agreements to royalty disputes to medical malpractice or negligence to photography agreements to podcast agreements you know we got to keep talking about them podcast agreements. Got to keep talking about it, bro. Come on, man. <laughs> but seriously, whatever you need, Paul S. Haberman is your guy. Call 201-564-0590 for a consultation. Again, that's 201-564-0590. And one more time for the very, very good folks in the back, 201 201- Five six four zero five nine zero. Let Paul fight for you both in and out of the ring. So with that being said, Isaac, this one's in the bag. We turn ourselves 
towards the green, green grass yes. and uh, start our preparations for the Wimbledon Championships, where guess what? Belarusians and Russians can play this year. <laughs> so excited about that. My goodness, am I excited. And I... that means people get points. <laughs> yes. Robotnik can actually truly be at the ranking that she should be at. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness. Sometimes it's, it can be just so simple. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, anyway, we've got to get out of here because we need to jump over to the IG Live. Yes. So, um, Thank you for following. Thank you for listening. Hope you enjoy Roland Garros as much as we did. So on behalf of the podcast, this has been your boy Bryce. And this is your boy Isaac. And we are Brothers on Tennis. Everyone, stay well. <laughs>